Greetings and welcome to the second podcast in what we hope is a long-running series of Fishing Without Bait, where where we approach life from the perspective of avoiding putting definitive expectations upon ourselves, whether imposed by ourselves or imposed by others. So when we put definitive expectations upon ourselves, then then we can set ourselves up for disappointment. And sometimes disappointment can lead to frustration, and frustration can lead to anger. Anger can lead to depression, anxiety. And sometimes then we feel guilt. We feel guilt. Uh, there are two types of guilt. One is legitimate guilt, where we've actually harmed someone or done some type of harm, and we want to make amends and we do so with a sincere and willing heart. There is also unhealthy guilt, where we feel that way about attempting to live up to the unrealistic expectations of others. My suggestion would be is to take a step back before you place expectations upon yourself or upon other people and ask yourself, is this a realistic expectation. What we're going to do today, as we discussed on the first podcast, is we're going to explore a bit more about being a human doing versus a human being. And last on our last podcast, Mike was talking about my co-host Mike, who also is the producer of this podcast, was talking about how hectic and how busy his life is. Could you say a little bit more about that, Mike? Uh, sure. Uh, like I said, I, I'm, I'm self-employed. I do a bit of social media, video work, uh, podcasting, as we're doing here, of course. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of people you need to work with, right? Um, I have a lot of clients, which, so me, which means I have a lot of bosses. <laughs> so there's a lot of kind of doing that, satisfying that, uh, trying to keep up on that uh, uh you know making sure you're 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 on top of the emails you know responding in a timely manner uh driving you know, around the city to do shoots and meetings and whatever the case may be and uh you know and just uh you know as we I'm always thinking about the next thing I was like okay got to do this okay who do I need to address next right and there's not really time to kind of settle in on what I'm doing now cuz I'm worried I'm missing something you also mentioned about our lovely Pennsylvania Western Pennsylvania weather right. and having to pack 12 months worth of outside activities in three or four. Right. Right. Could you talk a little more about that, Mike? Certainly. Cause it feels like you wait for those three months that you can go down to the point and go for a walk and go hit the trails and walk around the neighborhood. And you don't allow yourself to do that in the winter or anything like that. Um, you know, we, we, we talk about we want to walk more around, you know, just in general. But, but you know, it feels like uh, you can't do that on the hills and the people don't care, take care of the sidewalks. And you can't get out much anymore when, when uh, there is that uh, the winter weather going on. Sure. And let me ask you this. And this isn't a particularly <laughs> a question directed at you. Perhaps it's directed also to our listeners in the audience, myself. Uh, please don't think that I exclude myself from anything that I talk about. This is a broad brush that I paint across humanity. You're, you're dealing with things just as much as anybody else. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For sure. It would be harder for me to take anybody further down a road than I've been myself. 
So let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, are there the same number of hours in a day in the middle of February as there is in the middle of June? Yes, there are. Yes, there are. So, again, the purpose of this program is to ask and help people to stay in that particular moment. And, and it is, isn't it a perception then? Because because the sun's down, you think, well, I can't do as much. The sun's yes. down. I'm not going to go out yes. for a walk, etc. So it's really that interpretation. Still an hour is an hour. Poor me. Yes, exactly. And it's that comparison. You're thinking ahead to what summer is like. Absolutely. And most of us, most of our minds have a tendency toward negative outcomes. Most of us have a tendency toward catastrophic thinking. Mm -hmm. Okay. So on our last podcast, I mentioned to you about people asking where the summer's gone. Or is it going to be Thanksgiving already? How Christmas sneak up on us this year? Uh, so how many times have you asked someone, Mike, hey, how, what's going on in your life? And they said, same stuff, different day. <laughs> yes, and, and at least I, I like to uh, at least aim to have a better answer than some people, um, part, partly because of what I do. Uh, but I, I like to, you know, I like the variety. So myself. let me ask you this. What type of life is that? The same stuff, different day one? Yes. Um, it, it sounds like they're just going with the flow in a bad way. Well, sure. And they're, this is this is where, where does summer go? You were not there. You're overcomplicating your life, being, being a human doing. Uh, whereas being a human being means participating in your life and participating in your life, which leads us uh, to my next topic about choices, about choices. Most some people's life is an obligation, Mike. Some people view their life as obligations, and they can't separate between choices and obligations. That feeling that, well, I have to go do this to make this person happy. I need to go do that to make that person happy. And not so much just like work-wise, right? We're talking like, well, I got to do this because well, of family. I got to do this because it's a friend. I got to do this because of this, right? For the students out there, how many times have you said to yourself, oh, I have to study. I have to write this paper. I have to go to class. Mm -hmm. And how often have we all said, oh, I have to go to work. Oh, I have to exercise. Oh, I have to go to the doctors. Oh, I have to go to Aunt Mary's on Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, so, and how, so, so what we're doing, Mike, is we're creating obstacles and barriers in front of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're, 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 cre we're creating that, uh, that, that obligation. We're you know, it's not I want to go to work. I want to do these things. You know, it's, it's just a thing you have to do. Well, we're creating a, 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 an aura of negativity. Right, right. So I specifically remember one time I asked this person whether they had to pay the electric bill. And they said, of course you do. So I thought to myself, well, I'm going to see how far this goes. And I asked them, I counted in my head, and I asked them 18 times. And they got progressively more angry and frustrated with me. Until they, on the 18th time, they threw up their hands and said, I guess you don't. So the idea is that everything in your life's a choice, Mike, if you understand and are willing to accept the consequences of your actions, 
everything is a choice. So, again, we always often talk about perspectives. Rather than saying, I have to go to work, replacing that with, I choose to go to work. I choose to pay the electric bill as I love electricity. <laughs> I like to be able to do all these things and record a podcast and watch my Netflix. So I, 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 I want electricity. So, and again, what I'm always asking people about mindfulness, which is paying attention on purpose, mm -hmm. taking one thing mindfully at a time, which we'll be exploring in future podcasts, and remembering that everything is a choice. Do you have to go to work? No. no, you do not. Nope. No, you do not. So my suggestion is is to begin to take the choices back in your life. And Mike, when everything in your life becomes a truly a choice, you, my friend, will be a free person. Would you like to be free? Certainly. Like to be free. Absolutely. So what 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 the most philosophers say, what do you go to all these conventions for? What are these motivational speakers, all the CDs, all these things? All the answers are inside you, Mike. All the, ins all the answers are inside our listeners. What we need to do, what we could do, is be still and just start to listen mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. ourselves. I guess a part of that, if I can interpret for my own situation, like I'm always looking at, you know, you've made some events, conferences, etc. I'm always looking at things around the area and saying, oh, I should really go to that. You know, and do I really want to, right? And, and, and a lot of them I try to look at, I'm like, ah, this would be fun, you know? Let's see who I can run into. This would be a blast, you know? And, and, and take that and, you know, what, what is the benefit for me, you know, emotionally and not just professionally i guess and for me i love talking to these people about these subjects you know with people and seeing who i can run into new relationships like i enjoy connecting with people so i reach out for that thing and and i kind of assess is that going to be too difficult to do that for what that day looks like maybe you have some too many clients that day or something like that you know and decide no we're good you know we don't have to do this you know we don't have to do this thing uh, you know, and, and I don't have to, I don't have to work for this client, for instance. You do not. You do not. Um, there's a really good, uh, are you familiar with Tim Ferriss? He's, I am not. He's a, I don't, I don't know about some of the concepts in there, but four hour work week is a thing. And, and he has a concept of firing your clients, you know, 20% of your clients are 80% of your problems. And if you find out what that 20% is. You don't need to have them as clients or customers or whatever the case may be. It's it's such an anti-customer thing, service thing to say. But and, and I look at a lot. Of, I interpret that for a lot of people's lives. Of like, what's the twenty percent of your life that you don't really need to deal with that's causing eighty percent of your trouble? Well, let me ask you this, Mike: How many people truly want to go to work? Exactly. When when we hear I have to go to work, so what we ask people to do is take those choices back in your life. Your emotions are, your, are a choice, Mike. Mm -hmm. Your feelings are a choice. And also, your thoughts, all the thoughts that come in, you may not choose them. However, when they're there, we learn how to deal with them. Exactly. We learn how to deal with them. So, perhaps today's focus would be to be concentrate 
your choices on the things you believe you have to do, which cause some distress and discomfort in your life, such as having to go to work, such as having to exercise, such as having to deal with your next-door neighbor, such as having to go to Aunt Mary's birthday party, whom you perhaps would rather not be in her company. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is begin to shift that, stop, step back, take a breath. As we talked about in the last podcast, accurately label and describe the situations, your emotions and feelings. Then make a wise mind decision. It sounds like a long, involved process. However, it can be as an automatic a thought as thinking about going to work and getting in an angry and frustrated, depressed mood. Right? Your thoughts and your feelings are your choices. There's no one out there, Mike, who legitimately has the power to make you angry, happy, sad, glad, you decide to let that thing bother you. You have a choice. Mm-hmm. Most people don't believe they have a choice. How often did you have you said to yourself, "I'm so up"? You made me so upset. You made me so angry. I wouldn't have done that if you wouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. You're giving that person much power, much. But you're giving it to them. You're in effect. You're taking your choices, wrapping them up gift wrapping them, and having them delivered to that individual. Having them delivered to them. So what I'm asking people to get out of this podcast is to step back, becoming the observer behind that thinker, which we're going to explore in our next next podcast, Mike, and begin to take those choices back. They are yours. Please, take them back. My hope is that you will continue to listen to these podcasts as we continue to evolve our topics and our subject matters. Should you have any suggestions, criticisms, questions that you want to throw in, please uh, please do. And uh, my good friend Mike is going to tell you how to do that. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, D.C.